Pastor Mark here of Out of the Coal Mine. Glad you can be with us today. If you're joining us today, I'm glad to have you here. I want to read uh, an article I put together for uh, our our monthly newsletter that we send out. And so uh, part of what I'm going to do, in addition to writing my article, is read it and record it uh, for those that are, again, commuting, commute-length podcasts. And here's what I wrote for this month's article. The wonderful simplicity of the gospel, Romans 12, verse 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. I have two very distinct memories from my time in seminary at Covenant Seminary in St. Louis as I prepared for the ministry, and both of the memories came from our then seminary president. The first was when we arrived in seminary. Many of us were young, just out of college with uh, visions of changing the world on our own. Uh, once we were let loose, we had huge delusions of grandeur for sure. We, uh, the new seminarians, were gathered in the chapel uh, early on there, right when we entered school in that first year for our welcome and for our orientation to this new setting of training and equipping future pastors. And so our seminary president stepped out and he said to us, and I, I'll paraphrase it here, he said, many of you are here to get all of your questions answered. And he said, I guarantee that after you have finished your degree you will get some of those questions answered, but you are going to leave here with so many more questions than you arrived with. That did not sound like good news at the time, but it really was. You know, studying the Bible should prompt us to ask and to ask and to ask more questions. If our studying is not prompting us to ask more questions about life, the Bible, and all things related to Jesus, we have to ask how deep we are diving. This is a journey that will last us a lifetime if we engage it. Some of our questions will not get answered in this life. Some will, but there will always be new questions that we'll have. And what a joy and a joyful thought that is to always be growing and learning more and more about God, his word, and this world that God holds together by the power of his word. The second memory grilled into my mind from seminary was a repeated statement in our preaching classes. Our preaching class was a well-oiled machine of learning and delivering appropriate ethos and pathos and logos, learning to structure sermons in threefold ways of explanation, illustration, and application. I don't always do this well in my preaching as you kind of develop your own style as you've been in ministry. And so I've been in, I don't know, what, 17, 18 years, kind of get your own style, uh, but it's got that framework that we learned there in school. And we learn the keys to developing and delivering a refined and memorable message. But what really stood out in that class was uh, an old adage most people are familiar with, uh, KISS. You know, it stands for like, keep the keep it simple, stupid is what it stands for. But it's like, keep keep the sermon simple. Just keep it simple was the point. Not that, no, he's not calling us stupid, but he's saying, just keep it simple. Keep what you write simple. Keep what you preach simple. Keep it familiar. Don't make it too complicated. Don't make it too long. You know, write your sermon and then uh, whittle it down before you preach it to as minimal as you can have it, just to keep it simple so everyone can grasp it. Well, that familiar acronym, KISS, it makes a memorable point. Always keep what you're saying simple, digestible, and understandable. Keep the main thing the main thing was the point. Don't make simple things hard or harder than they need to be. If it's not simple for a pastor in delivery, you can assume that it's not simple for the hearer to receive it. So I always try to remember to keep it simple. Uh, not that I do it well, but that's, that's my goal in delivery. And it's the second point, uh, to keep it simple, that I found most important in this past decade. We live... In the words of 1980s Phil Collins on the land of confusion, it really feels that way, where we are a culture devoid of the foundation of the gospel, which means we're devoid of any foundation minus what keeps uh, 
creeping in there or what's taking the place of that foundation, which changes uh, by the week and by the hour, it seems. So we've developed this culture now, um, you could say post-Christian culture. We're living in the ruins of who we were as a, with our Christian foundation, trying to raise our kids, uh, knowing who they are in Christ and knowing how to live as men and women. Um, but really, it seems like we've intentionally chipped away as a culture at our foundation and we keep chipping and we've taken what was simple, and now we've said it's full of great mystery and great confusion. We do that with the Word of God as well. We know as you uh, as you venture from the gospel and from the Bible, it's like throwing, as one pastor said, mud into clear water. The gospel, the Bible is just clear, clean water, and we keep making it confusing and saying it's hard to understand because we keep throwing mud into it. And we're doing that in the culture as well. Uh, the mystery, however, is our our desire to be like God, right? So that's that's the temptation that happened in the garden to Adam and Eve. Satan said, you shall be like God. And that's been the same temptation since. We want to define our own reality and not have it defined for us by the creator of reality. We want to be God of our own little world. So we say that two plus two can now equal five in our land of confusion. Well, the gospel is simple, it's clear, and it is solid footing. In our land of confusion, we have to remember to kiss. Kiss the world, Kiss your neighbors, kiss your friends, right? Keep it simple. Keep it clear. Speak the truth of, that God has declared from his word and see the world that God has given us with the glasses he's given us to see the world with, which is uh, scripture. To raise our kids with this instruction that God has laid out in his word. To use terms and names and definitions that God has ordained in his creation. To keep it clear and to keep it simple. Instead of creating such great confusion as we've accelerated in, in our pace, in our time, in this culture. Honestly, God's ways are so refreshingly simple for us in relation to the confusion of our time. So from the pulpit to my everyday conversations, I seek to keep it simple, to lay out the foundation God has given us in our home, in my relationships, in my preaching, and in all of life. The simplicity of the reality God has given us will always win the day as it clears the confusion of a world that seeks to be God instead of submitting ourselves to the triune God of Scripture. Well, again, I want to thank you for joining me today here in Out of the Coal Mine. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Mm-hmm.